Hey guys, welcome back to Sunday Glow. I'm Allison. And I'm Christine. All right, guys. It's been it's been a week. It's been a minute. I haven't physically seen Christine in a week and I'm kind of having some separation anxiety. Um, but it's fine. How are you doing? How's your week? It's been oddly busy. I feel like I came into this year Same. and I was like, I'm so excited because I have like not as much going on. I'm not taking as many classes. But I just had the busiest week, like so randomly. Like, I was back to back to back in meetings. Like I'm a college totally. student. I should not be in so many meetings. Like it was just crazy. So it's been a odd week, but and it feels like Chicago was so long ago. I don't I know. know about I you. can't. I mean, it was less than a week ago, but I feel like yeah. so much has gone on from then till <laughs> yeah. now. It's it's exactly like we said before. Like we both live such like different lives so we haven't caught up since like literally Chicago no I mean that's what happens is like we aren't physically in the same place so it is really difficult to like set aside time to talk about our day-to-day honestly because I don't even have time to sit myself down (laughs) I'm just like living it also like you're Um, living with your friends in New York so like it makes sense to tell them about stuff not me so it's always good to have this podcast like no totally catch up um, but I think that, yeah, like us being able to like set aside time to still be intentional. And I think what I'm realizing is quality of communication doesn't necessarily have to correlate to the amount of time you are talking yeah. to that person. Like you can yeah. have really great conversations and really great catch ups and they don't have to be so like lengthy and like, I don't know. I'm not someone that loves to like s- give me hate. I don't love to schedule like, okay, I'm going to FaceTime you. It's Saturday at 10 a.m. I don't yeah. like Yeah, yeah. But some people do. So yeah, I'm more of like a. I'm gonna call you at some random right. time. But yeah. Like, Hi. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, but this week has been pretty crazy for me too. Um, every week, you know, I walk into the week thinking one thing, I leave the week thinking a whole <laughs> other thing. It's been crazy, but you know, 2022, I could say that we're off to a a strong but a busy start. Mm-hmm. So that's that's all I could say. Honestly, what more could we ask for? <laughs> on on a bright note, though, we my family actually got a new puppy, so that's actually <gasps> been so really cute. exciting. Um, my heart is little, bursting. Yeah, we got a little Frenchie, and he's been the absolute like light of our lives. It's so funny seeing my family like come together and like take care of another baby. It's like we're all like pampering him. We're like, oh my God, he's cold. We have to move. So literally this morning we like moved the entire living room because we're like, he needs this particular corner. It's just so funny. Um, But yeah, it just goes to show like sometimes what I'm realizing is we just need a little spruce up in our life. If our life has been so like similar for the past like year or two, especially with COVID, that's why everyone's getting a dog, you know, like spruce it up, have some fun. Um, So yeah. You have to post a picture on the Instagram so everyone can see Toby. I could show you guys. Oh my God. So yeah, I definitely will post a little pic of Toby. He's so cute. He's only nine weeks old. Oh my gosh. And ironically, he came from Atlanta. Yeah. That's the craziest part. I know. Honestly, like I was like, I could go pick him up, but then no. Of all that the is cities funny. in the world, like it wasn't right? Atlanta. That's so funny. Oh my God. So with that, let's set the tone for the week and share our sending intentions. All right, Allison, what's your intention for the week? So I think as we're wrapping up the first month of 2022, my intention for the week is to just sit down and just reflect on what this month has brought me. I think a lot has happened. I've had a lot of celebrations. A lot of newness has happened. I was able to see old friends and like 
just a lot has happened. So I really want to sit down this week and reflect on how the first month of 2022 has gone and Like, what are some things that I want to carry into the next month? What are some things that I no longer want to bring into the future? So I think just sitting down, reflecting, and honestly just journaling. Like, what happened? What were the highs? What were the lows? And how have I changed? I know it's only been a month, but, like, so much has gone on. Mm -hmm. So definitely just going to reflect and see what I'm going to bring into the next month. Yeah, I actually have the exact same intention. And I think it's so important this month literally flew by like flew by i i think like we're just talking about our goals and exactly then it's like, okay here's the end of the month yeah so it's literally almost the end of january and i don't know it just flew by i can't believe it i know it's crazy all right so and now let's hop into our current faves <laughs> all right allison what's your first favorite of the week First fave, I don't even know if I mentioned this before, but it's my espresso machine. So my roommate and I, we got this for ourselves for Christmas. I honestly, I was like, we should have gotten this so much sooner because it has saved a life. Basically, it's just that like Breville espresso machine. You can make your own espresso shots and it has like a milk steamer frother. Mm. And it's just the absolute game changer if you are a coffee person if you want to treat yourself to a latte every day you can you don't gotta go to starbucks you don't have to go to a cafe and spend seven bucks on an oat milk latte you can just make that at home and i'm just realizing that i almost now prefer making my coffee at home because i know exactly what goes in it mm-hmm. i can have it exactly the way i like it it's become part of my morning routine so i've been loving it it's a great treat especially when i work from home it's mm-hmm. just like i have more time to enjoy my morning so that's been great and it's just that little self-care moment that I need you know so do you not go to coffee shops as much or would you say you still like to enjoy that see I definitely don't go as much I Mm. feel like going to a coffee shop and like getting a latte outside one it's expensive two it is an experience so I don't Mm -hmm. get to do that every single day so I honestly get coffee like maybe max twice a week and that's mostly on the weekends like I'm not really going out during the week during the week I'm pretty good about like just have my my coffee at home I feel like you're so good about like during the week you, you drink your coffee at home you eat at mm-hmm. home like you really are that's a, that's a good like I don't know I feel like I can't do that I'm like literally me with my Starbucks right here like I, <laughs> I go to Starbucks every day like they have a chokehold on me I don't know I think part of me is like I am I think quite disciplined so part mm-hmm. of me is like you know I don't want not that you you can't treat yourself every day I think you can find different ways of treating yourself every day for me I really do look forward to like the experience of going to a coffee shop and I know that during the week I just don't have time to like sit there and like enjoy it as much so I really if I'm gonna be spending like the seven eight dollars on a latte well I want a pastry with that and if I want to do that I really can't do it during the week um But I think also now that I make my own money, I'm just a lot more aware of like where my spending goes. Mm -hmm. So maybe if I save with like eating at home more often and drinking my coffee at home, then I can have more money to spend on like travel and like seeing my friends. So I think just like because I'm making my own money now, just a lot more cognizant of like where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good that you have this espresso machine because I feel like that's the best. Huge. All right. What is your first fave of the week? Okay, so my first favorite, not a saving money type thing. (laughs) Literally me like going to Starbucks, but 
I love the ham and Swiss. What would Christ- you do without Starbucks? I don't. I don't know. I don't, well, honestly, who is Christine without Starbucks? I will say, like, I love. I need to love making my matcha at home. It's not bad, but it's not the same. So I need to like perfect it, and that's maybe that's right. something I need to work on like over summer break or something. But yeah, that's <laughs> that's a later that's thing. A summer hobby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not a this semester thing, but maybe in the summer. Um, but anyways, my favorite is like their ham and Swiss croissant at so good. Starbucks. It's so good. I have been getting this for like my summer internship this past summer like that's what got me through it like every morning <laughs> I would go to Starbucks like and I would get my drink but then on some mornings I would get this Hammond's Swiss croissant and it would be like a treat and it's just so good and they're not that many calories like I feel like they're pretty mm-hmm. healthy and I feel like that's kind of hard to find with like fast food places so I really love this croissant it's amazing Mm, I mean, this is like a hot thing. Have you ever tried a Costco croissant? No. Oh my God. Costco has the best croissants. Like they're huge. They come in packs of like 12. That's the issue. I can't buy that big of a package. I know. But then if you're eating it, I don't know how often you're eating this, but like, okay, what we used to do and you could do this like with your fam is like we would buy a box of croissants and we divide them. So like I would get four, my cousin would get four, oh. sister would get four and then you can like make your own, I know, I don't know if you want to do this, you can make your own ham and cheese croissants and they're, you can get like really good quality ham. Yeah. Like, oh, that just sounds really good. Not making myself hungry. Yeah, that does sound good. <laughs> I need to try this. But for the, okay, I'm question, okay, for the matcha thing, like what do you think is so different about the way you make it versus like your Starbucks? I don't know. This is the issue. Like, this is the issue. I, I'm like looking at it right now and it's just like, it's so good. Like, it's so like rich no, tasting. Sure. Like the matcha is like, you can taste the matcha, which I like. Um, mm. And it has like a little bit of a sweetness, but not too sweet. And mine, I feel like maybe I don't use enough matcha. Like, I don't know how much they use on this. It says they use like two scoops on the website or on like the mm-hmm. thing. But... When I use two scoops of mine, it doesn't become as potent as it is for, like, here. Oh. So maybe I just need to, like, put a ton of matcha. And also, what kind of milk do you get in the Starbucks one? Almond milk. And I drink the same at home. home? Yeah. Hmm. So it's just, like, I don't know. I don't know how they make their matcha latte, but I'm sure maybe they're using, like, yeah, like a high-grade matcha. And they're probably adding some type of, like, sweetener. Yeah, probably. It's good, though. And I love my sweet stuff. It's not, like... And I think I can make it sweeter because I have, like, a sweet matcha powder, but I don't know. Something about Mm -hmm. this is just, like, so good. stuff. Yeah. Love it. All right. What's your second favorite? Okay. So, my second fave is my Sashu S-A-C-H-E-U Beauty Gua Sha. And what's so special about this gua sha is that it's made of stainless steel. And the reason I discovered this is because before I was using a gua sha that, as most are, it was made out of jade. And I was, you know, minding my own business, doing my skincare, and then it fell in the sink and it broke. So I'm like, great. Now I have a broken gua sha. And I was on TikTok and I was seeing so many ads for this stainless steel gua sha. And what really sold me was one, it's not as fragile as a one made out of jade. So it won't break. I don't even know if it could break, honestly. Mm -hmm. And it also is non-porous. So when you're using it on your skin, 
none of the bacteria on the stainless one is going to get on your skin. And I think that's something I didn't really pay attention to when I was using my other one. And I was doing it. It was so funny. Me and my cousin had this joke like when we're both working from home. We know that we're like, this jawline ain't going to build itself. <laughs> so we gua sha in the morning and then literally mid-afternoon we'll text and we'll be like, it's gua sha, it's gua sha time. Like 10 minutes, like let's go. <laughs> and it's just funny. Like I've really been enjoying it. Girl, I don't know if I've seen like a jawline difference. I've only been using it for like a week and a half, but I have noticed I think it works a lot better than one made out of jade. The weight of it is really nice. It feels like a great quality product. And I think just the material itself, it just really has helped the texture of my skin. I find that it's a lot smoother um, and it just allows the products to like penetrate a lot deeper. So I've really been liking that. Would you say that you like a gua sha better or an ice roller? Okay, so <laughs> this is something that I'm in my head. It's like an internal battle. I'm like, what is better? But I'm noticing it's it's really two different purposes. Mm. I like to use the gua sha immediately after my skincare because I think it really helps the product sink in. I think that the ice roller is better for inflammation. Like if you feel really puffy, it'll help cool down your skin and make you feel less inflamed. But I don't think a face roller is really for sculpting the face like I don't think it's to I don't think the ice roller is going to give me a jawline Mm -hmm. whereas the gua sha is really going to help with the lymphatic drainage and making sure like all the liquid on your jaw is like going in the right places Mm. I need to try this gua sha I I really like mine but I like I like the idea of being non-porous yes because I never really thought about that because I feel like I just wash it with my face wash whatever mm-hmm. and hope that's enough but it's if it's porous that might be an issue exactly no this one's really good my cousin's also on this grind i've seen everyone on tiktok like now talk about the Wait, stainless steel one put it in like your fridge yeah 100 percent. oh my gosh you could do and that. it'll keep cold yeah oh my gosh yes i'm so game changer I need, I need to get this and i need to get the ice roller i know i'm such a sucker for all these things so if you got a gadget just hit me up <laughs> I love it. All right. What is your second fave? Okay. So my second favorite is also like a beauty-ish product. Um, it's this powder, this like face powder that I've been using for, I like don't even know, like definitely at least four years, maybe even longer. Like I think this is one of the first products that I bought when I was like getting into makeup growing up. It's the Chanel, I think it's called like the Vitamir Aqua powder. I'll put, like have it linked um, in our show notes, but it's just a Chanel powder and I wear it every single, like literally every single day. Like, and I have for the, I was like thinking about like my favorites and I don't think I've talked about this, but I literally mm. have worn this every single day for years. Like if I'm wearing mm-hmm. makeup, I'm definitely wearing this powder. Um, it's very full coverage. And for me, like on a daily basis, I'll just wear this without like any I don't feel like I need to put any concealer on or Mm. anything on underneath it's just literally this powder mascara and like usually some lip gloss or chapstick and I'm good um it's just so good it's just like I feel like it evens out my complexion and like my skin tone and kind of makes me look just like you know you just need that base sometimes so yes I really love this powder and I put it on top of foundation when I'm like doing a full face of makeup um so yeah it's incredible i've used it for literally years i actually need to get some new ones because it's like almost out 
I was going to say I haven't used a powder like this because I guess usually when I use powder, it's purely to set. It mm. like never, I never use powder to like give me coverage. So that's interesting. Oh. Yeah. Well, I have oily skin. So like I always mm-hmm. have to use powder like all over my face. Um, and I'd rather not, I don't know for me, like because my face is more oily, then I don't like to use liquids as much unless I'm yeah, doing a full sense. face of makeup. Um, so the powder is just like one one and done it's so easy and that just goes to show like it's so dependent on your skin type because I'm like the exact opposite like I because I have drier skin I I really steer away from powder I love to use like a liquid blush a liquid highlight like what all those things yeah so I wish sometimes I like want that like dewy look on my face but I can't because I'm like my face is already oily I can't do it (laughs) so but did you hear though that oily skin is actually because you're lacking like moisture in your skin like the reason your skin is creating oil is because it's actually lacking moisture yeah I think it's because when I was a kid my mom would like to clean my face she would say like rubbing alcohol is the best thing to use oh my god like like, I'm so serious in this like she literally dermatologists are screaming I literally I went to the dermatologist last year and she was like oh my god like tragic I literally dried out my skin growing up and my mom still does it It works for her like she still does it Mm. and I guess I mean I tried it because like she's my mother and I tried it um and it dried my skin out and so now my skin I feel like overproduces oil and I like tried like like what you said like over moisturizing my face like kind of give myself all of that stuff but then I started breaking out a ton more so I found that like doing no moisturizer unless I'm putting it under makeup is what works best for me. Right. Um, I'm going to get to the dermatologist this week, actually. So we'll see what she says. But um, for me, that's what's worked is like just not trying to like give my skin moisture and then just kind of dealing with the oiliness that I have on my face when I have makeup on. Yeah. So it's a tough situation, but here it's we are. It's a tough journey. Yeah. I mean, even with my skin, like, like truly highs and lows. There are some seasons where my skin yeah. is so dry. Other seasons where my skin overproduces oils. And then because of that, I really need to change out the routine. So I feel yeah. like constantly it's like, like your skin is like a separate entity. It's it like really is. To, it's like another baby. It's like, okay, what are you needing today? Okay. Yeah. Some hydration, whatever. The gua sha, the ice roller. The gua sha. I really try to take care of her. Okay? Yeah. I feel like Allison... Your skin is so good and like oh my god you do you. all the skincare things like, I really try Allison really like try. is a pro at her taking care of her skin uh, girl, I'm not a pro but I do I have to say like it takes effort like yeah if I didn't care about my skin oh girl I'd be eating I'd be eating junk food all the time I'd be having dairy all the time but it is because it's like it does have a direct correlation to the way my yeah. skin looks. And I'm like, okay, maybe I won't do that as much. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot of effort. Yeah. Sometimes I just don't want to do it. Yeah. I do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right. So be sure to check out more of our faves on our website, sendaglopod.com. And with that, let's dive into this week's episode. All right, guys. So I'm honestly surprised that we haven't talked about this before because this mm-hmm. is so on brand for our pod. But today we're going to chat about our Sunday reset routines and it doesn't have to be on a Sunday but I think that just having a day in the week where you decide to reset and do all the things necessary to really set yourself up for success in the next six days can help you be more productive it can get you into the right mindset and just force you to truly reflect on where you're at in your life and what you've accomplished so far and so 
I think for me, a day to reset allows me to be more mindful and just avoid mindlessly moving through life. Um, yes. And I think that's the, it really is the whole point of our podcast is like we wanted, we used our Sundays to go to Soul Cycle and just like reset and like kind of get back into like the mindset for the week. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, I'm excited to talk about this today because I'm, I'm really surprised we haven't done this before. I know. I think we've like sprinkled it in in other episodes. We haven't yeah. done an episode purely dedicated to the routine. Yeah. So I'm excited for this. Do you want to start us off with your the first thing you do to reset? Totally. I think even before I get into it, mm-hmm. I think there is this like toxic, productive mindset though of like, I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't want my routine to think to to make people think that they have to be like so productive and like get all these done yeah. these things done on Sunday. I think for me the reason I have a routine first of all is for my mental health. Like I know that if I don't do these things, I will suffer throughout the week. So I do these things for me so that I feel grounded in my week. And like Christine said, like I don't want to be mindlessly robotic throughout my week. I really want to be an active participant in my life. I want to be doing these I do these things so that during the week I'm able to make more choices about things that I actually want to do you know Mm -hmm. so that I don't have to spend the rest of my week doing like the things that oh I wish I did this and took care of this like earlier in the week so I think these are all things that help me set myself up for productive happier healthier days throughout the week but I think again the message is just to figure out what works for you because sometimes the things that may stress me out may not stress you out so the things Mm -hmm. that I do may not help you Mm -hmm. so I think just kind of diving into like what are the stresses that are in my life right now and what are the questions I'm just trying to solve Mm -hmm. so with that said the very first thing I do is I know it sounds general but it's just to make sure I am set for the week. So on Sundays, I really want to make sure that my clothes are clean, my towels are clean, my space is tidy. I'm kind of I'm kind of like a freak when it comes to this, so you don't have to be like me, <laughs> but like every I honestly do this like on Friday nights. Thankfully, I work from home on Fridays, so literally like Friday when I work from home like during the morning is like my laundry day which sounds kind of weird but that's when I do my laundry because I don't want to be spending my weekends doing laundry Mm -hmm. so do that on Fridays and then I like to do my towels and then I'll do my sheets every other week and then I like to run my errands that I need to do so whether that's like I need to return a bunch of stuff or I need to go to the post office or whatever I think that one of the biggest things is making sure that you're doing things that combat your version of the Sunday scaries so I know that for me my Sunday scaries are rooted in a fear of not being prepared for this next week Mm -hmm. so you know whether that be with work or, oh my God, like my clothes are a mess. Everything is all over the place. Okay, so if I know that those are the things that stress me out, why don't I do things before the weekend that prepare me for the rest of the week? Um, So I think just like laying the groundwork to make sure like you are set for a productive week ahead, whether that is your space, your clothing, your yourself, your hygiene, those kind of things. That's kind of the groundwork of how I reset on my Sundays. I feel like it's just like, and I I really like what you said about not, or it kind of is different for everyone. Mm -hmm. And 
I think for both of us, we try to find the things that are we know are going to give us anxiety during the week and just kind of getting yeah. it out of the way. Like it's for us, it's like a clean space and like having our laundry yeah. done and all that kind of stuff. So it's almost just like find the things that kind of give you that anxiety during the week, things that are going to like challenge you and just do it now so you don't have to worry about it later. Exactly. And I always walk into my Sunday mornings like feeling so good because I'm like, oh, like laundry is already done. Like everything will be okay. And I love the Friday thing. I need to start doing that. I think you should start doing that because when I didn't do that and like I would just wait until Sunday to do all. Oh my God. Sunday felt like a shit show. It's like laundry's running. I have groceries to get. It's a mess. And like everyone in the world has Sunday scaries. Like I get it. But if you're that one person that's able to like get that stuff done two days before and then you can actually enjoy your weekend, like that's a luxury. That is a luxury. I didn't even think of like doing your laundry on Fridays, but that's yeah. Why not? I feel like I do my laundry so randomly. Like whenever Mm. I'm out of towels is when I know I need to start doing laundry. (laughs) So. I have like my apartment's literally small and like I don't have space so I literally have like one towel one robe one face towel so it's like it's on rotation it's like okay oh that's in a week let's do it um but I know it's it it just it's what works for me yeah. doing it on, people may think like you're so weird Friday night like what but it just works for me yeah and whatever works for you you got to do it exactly all right what is the first part of your reset routine Okay, so first part is laundry and reorganizing my space. So very similar to Allison, like I cannot get work done unless my space is very clean. Yes. Literally, it doesn't even have to be like, like every single drawer is organized perfectly. <laughs> like I think there's this like misconception of like when you think of like reorganizing your space, like when you open my drawer, like every pencil is in the right direction. Like it's not <laughs> like I for me like reorganize reorganizing my space on like a weekly basis just means like getting everything out of sight, out of mind, and. Yeah. Like, in my closet, that's one thing that I really like to, like, take pride in. Like, I have a very organized closet. But otherwise, my drawers are not, like, the, the most organized thing. Same. Like, everything's just in them and not yep. on my countertop. I like very clean countertops. I want my desk to be, like, very, like, nothing on them. And mm-hmm. so, on Sundays, I just kind of, like, put everything away in the right place and usually do laundry but I mean like I said before like I kind of do it whenever I run out of towels because I don't maybe this is I feel like I'm my mom raised me like an odd way when it comes to like this stuff but like I don't only use a towel once and then I put it in like dirty you only use a towel once you said yeah so I have seven towels and oh my god what I don't know if that's I don't know if that's a you thing or I'm just weird but I use a towel like no I think it's I use one towel for the entire week yeah my roommate thinks I'm crazy I don't have seven towels (laughs) yeah (laughs) I don't know why I I have seven towels and I have a ton of like wait what are face towels oh okay. I have like probably like 25 of them like but they're like the thin ones that you get for like 10 for like five dollars at Target okay so and then hand towels I have like two hand towels. I do reuse okay. that. So I'm not that crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I say as I have seven towels. But um, yeah. It's so, so funny. Yeah. It's actually I, funny. But sometimes I'll like work out more during the week or sometimes I'll work out less. So like and I only like put my towels in the dirty if I like wash my hair for some reason. Like if I'm just doing like, mm-hmm. a body shower. I don't I don't know I have this really very weird towel routine yeah towel routine (laughs) but that literally determines when I do laundry so like when I'm out of towels is when I start doing laundry which usually it's like a week 
That's so funny because you were saying like when I run out of towels, I'm like, what do you mean? Because I have one towel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's when I usually do my laundry. But otherwise, I love to have a clean space. I feel like that's a top thing on my mm. list for resetting for the week or just resetting in general. Like usually after a big exam, I think with like college, like sometimes it's hard to do like every week because your weeks are not the same. But yeah. With when I have like a big exam, I remember like the best feeling after is like cleaning. I don't know why. <laughs> Either napping or cleaning is like the best feeling after a big exam. So just literally you could take any moment to just reset. Totally. I think that's the key thing. Yeah, I think it's funny. Christine and I are both similar in that like we really love like a clean space, making sure things are put away, out of mm-hmm. sight, out of mind. But I mean, I have a 10-year-old sister, Megan, and like when I would come home, I think that like everyone operates the same way as I do with like clean equals stress free. Mm -hmm. But the funny thing is like I would tell her like, oh, Megan, like make your bed before you go play just so it's like clean. And then she would like run to my mom and she's like, Allison keeps telling me to make my bed and it's stressing me out. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like funny. Like I think even my mom is like, Allison, like when you come home, like you need to relax. Like you're telling everyone to like clean, but like no one's stressed but you. (laughs) Oh my god, that's so funny. But it's funny, like, I think some people, they may not operate the way we do, where it's like they don't need everything clean in order to, like, stress out. If anything, like, maybe them being in that more of a mess is, like, comforting. Like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Um, But everyone's different. Yeah, everyone's different. I've heard other people, like, say that, like, working in a, like, messy place or just, like, disorganized place helps them somehow um, right like creatively yeah so just do whatever works for you totally all right what's your second part of your Sunday reset routine okay so my second part really is relevant to me like working and I think this is super important since I have started working so before Sunday night rolls around see this should really be called my Friday routine because this is my Friday routine <laughs> that sets me up so I have a successful Sunday yeah. um But before Sunday night rolls around, I really like to do this Fridays before I log off. I look at what's on the calendar for next week and I like to map out what my week looks like. Because I think, again, the reason I do this is because weeks before I would come on Sunday having had a great weekend, Sunday night rolls around and I'm like, oh my God, I don't even, I'm not prepared for this week. And I literally have like a few hours before I need to go into it, you know? So Now I do it on Friday nights. I look at, okay, what are my non-negotiables? What are the milestone meetings? What deliverables are due? And what are the key deadlines I have to hit, et cetera? So again, I think I know it may seem tedious, but for me, doing these things before the weekend rolls around allows me to actually enjoy my weekend knowing that I'm ready to take on the week. And I think that when I talk to when I talk about these things with my friends and my family, they honestly think that I'm like psychotic because they're like, <laughs> I feel like you're always planning and preparing and like doing all these things. But I'm like, that is what helps me not be so, so stressed during the yeah. week, knowing that I have had these plans set in place that I am prepared, you know, mm-hmm. so I like to create I'll, sh- I'll give you guys a visual just because I know this really helped me. So there are so many ways to organize your days and your weeks, et cetera. And for me, I need to have things like scheduled and written down in multiple places. So I think I've talked about this before, but on my work computer, I have like the stickies and I have different stickies for different categories. So like one sticky has a weekly to do where I lay out the calendarized meetings that I know 
next week I'm like okay I have this 9 a.m I have this 10 a.m whatever one sticky has deliverables due so like what are the actual things I need to hand in and then another sticky has the daily to do's that just kind of get put on my plate that I didn't walk into the week having to do so essentially I think the key is overcoming the feelings of being overwhelmed being behind and you know, feeling like there's too much on my plate is to plan and prepare for the week. And I find that the weeks I do this and walk into my weekend already knowing like, okay, I have a mental note of what's to come. I feel so much better. Like the worst, again, is opening up your calendar Sunday at 10 p.m. and being like, holy shit, I have 10 meetings I didn't prepare for, five Mm -hmm. things due and I had no idea. So I think Ending your Friday. Also, the what this allows me to do is being able to look back at the week I just accomplished work-wise and be like, oh, like, what did I hit? Like, mm-hmm. what did I accomplish? Um, now I'm getting, like, super nitty-gritty. But what I started doing since I started working is now I have this, like, Excel where I have, like, my weekly to-do and my accomplishments so that once the mid-year, once the performance review comes around, you're able to go to your manager and be like, here was what I literally did every single week. Here were the accomplishments I had. Here was my value add here. And here are how they aligned to my goals. So you literally have, like, an Excel documentation of what you did. Because otherwise, you kind of finish your weeks and you're like, uh, there were there were these weeks before I did this where I was like I don't even know what I did all yeah. I know is I survived like I don't know <laughs> um but this is really helpful to like look back on for yourself too like dang I did yeah. all that you know um so that really helps me and like I haven't been working for so so long but with the time I have been working this has been really helpful this company so blessed to have you <laughs> like <laughs> I feel like you do the most like this is girl I I love it I'm not gonna lie I I really I do try very hard like I'm I am a try hard when it comes to my yeah I do well I think with everything you do like you put your if you're gonna put something to it you're gonna put everything to it so I do I absolutely love this and I want to do this when I said this is like, like I'll share the my template. big sister she's like she is like doing this all I got you girl yeah I love it I got everyone, okay? Like, guys, we're in this together. We will conquer corporate yes. America together. Yes. I think, and I mean, you're going to experience this too. It's really about, for me, like what I constantly reminding myself, because I'm an entry-level position, my job is to not only show like, okay, manager, like I can take on what you're giving me, but also how can I make your life easier? Yeah. How can you make their life easier? Maybe it's having like documentation of these are all the things that I did so that you don't have to. I feel like yeah. your boss is going to love you if you do that, you know? Exactly. And I think just like in general, like writing down any accomplishment, you can exactly. be able to like look back and be like, oh my God, like I, yeah, I did that. Big or small, because you know, those meetings are going to come around when six months later, they're going to be like, okay, like what'd you do? And you don't want to scream yeah. and be like, uh, I don't know. Like, I can't remember what I had for dinner last night. Like, Exactly. Yeah. So having documentation is key. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that's incredible. Like, yeah, insane. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is the second thing you do to reset on Sunday? Okay. So it's like in the same vein of basically like kind of figuring out my priorities, creating a to-do list definitely not as close to what Allison does no you will once you start working like trust yeah me, you will. I love what you do about like the Friday thing because you like yes. get it out of the way but for me I do it like Sundays um I literally just like go through my calendar see what I have planned for the week usually it's just like classes and I'll start placing 
like little time blocks for like studying or like different things but just in general creating a priorities and to-do list I also use stickies on my computer and I literally have a school to do podcast to do and life to do and love it I literally just go through each one and say like, okay, what are the things I need to do for school? What are the things I need to do for the podcast and for life? Um, And then figure out like what those priorities are and kind of add them to the to-do list. Um, So that would be the second thing that I do. Um, And it changes throughout the week. Like sometimes I'll have something come up, but I think I take the Sundays to really figure out like what are the things that I want to get accomplished in this week. And then Mm -hmm. I have another sticky note that's like, long-term things that I can kind of like pull from and add to my weekly schedule. Mm -hmm. Are you an avid user of like a written planner or do you mostly just like to do the stickies? So this is interesting because I had my planner as my favorite over break because I was using my planner over break, but I haven't when I'm back in school. I think it's just like, because I'm like, everything's on the computer. Like I'm literally virtual. So it's hard to, or like I don't see it's like that necessary to like have a paper planner and be on my computer because it's just like everything is here. Um, I agree, but it's definitely something I used when I was not in school. No, same. Like I got a new planner also for 2022, and I was using it mostly when I wasn't super busy, like when I was like mapping out some things and ideas but I feel like I agree like when you are so busy and when you're on the go it's like let me whip out my giant planner and like edit and erase it's it's a mess but if you're just able to have it on your stickies super quick it just makes it so much easier when things change yeah I agree all right what is your third and final part of your Sunday reset routine or your Friday reset routine (laughs) this one I actually do on Sunday oh okay (laughs) so this one is when I plan which is honestly like so necessary. It's when I plan my dates, not, 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 not those kind of dates, guys. Like dates, <laughs> like you know, dentist appointments, yeah, um, events and appointments. So I feel like on Sundays that's when I like to sit down and like honestly that's when I'm most active on all my texting and group chats because I'm like okay when are we making the reservation? Let's make this yeah. appointments. Let's schedule this. Let's do that because during the week I'm low-key like MIA like (laughs) I don't really I was talking to my cousin about this like during the work week I'm just not super active on my phone like texting wise because we're all so busy and it's hard for me to like make physical plans during the week but on Sundays is when I like to like dedicate to okay like I'm gonna see you on this day let's make a reservation here whatever so I feel like Sundays are my days to make sure that my social life my personal life are definitely a priority um like some for example this Sunday I really want to take time to map out like my self-care appointments I really want to get have you heard of like face gym oh yeah in New York it's like yes it's like they basically you pay these people to like wash out your face for you and like massage your face which I probably don't need but I feel like that would be really nice I would love to get a massage like one day I don't know when, but maybe treat myself to a massage. Mm-hmm. I would love to like book a nail appointment for next week, like whatever that is. That's usually what's on the Sunday routine. Mm. That's so interesting that you do like all of your to-do lists 
on mm-hmm. Friday and then you actually schedule them in on Sunday. But I guess like yeah, you just take personals. out yeah, you take out all the anxiety of the work on Friday before you can live the weekend and then <laughs> Exactly. On Sunday you're like, okay, like time to reschedule all the friends that I want to see. So Yeah. Cause I think that I mean, okay, maybe everyone's different. Like I think I'm just at a point in my life where like work is just a very big priority in my life. Like yeah. yes, it's a nine to five, but I think that it's not just a nine to five. Like I'm constantly thinking about it and it's it is life. something I am yeah. passionate about. Yeah. So it's not just something that I like clock in and out of. So during the week, like that is the priority. So sometimes that's other things like get put on the back burner and some of those things just happen to be self-care appointments. Yeah. And sometimes that means not seeing friends as often. So I really do try to prioritize that um, when I can on the weekends. Mm-hmm. I love that. What is your final thing you do to reset on a Sunday? Okay, so final thing. I feel like they're we're kind of the same person, so it just <laughs> follows. Like, it is scheduling things in, making time totally. with friends, to making time for work, working out, family time, etc. I just plan. Like, I go through my Google Calendar and take all of those priorities that I listed in the last thing and then put them into, like, actual actionable time period set for me to actually Mm -hmm. do it and so that kind of holds me accountable in terms of getting the things on my to-do list done and also just like reminds me to like I need to make reservations I need to Mm -hmm. like talk to the friends be like hey like you want to meet on Thursday or Friday like kind of figure out where our schedules lie um I think it just makes it a lot easier when you do it ahead of time especially in living in a larger city not like new york but like in atlanta there's a lot a few restaurants that are really good that i want to like get reservations for whatever so you just got to get those ahead of time yeah do you feel like your friends are also the same where like they take their weekends to schedule during the week or do they kind of like are on the fly during the week I think we we all pretty much like to have like our plan set for That's good. like getting together. Like I remember my friend Hallie texted me and she was like, "How's Thursday at like six thirty? Let's like make dinner or something like that." And so we just like to put these things in the calendar and like I, with the reservations thing in Atlanta, we like to like just set something and yeah. then kind of go from there. I'm I'm really big into just making reservations for things, especially when there's like no payment or like you know what I mean like you don't have to like put money and like right whatever to schedule it I will like make it without telling them and be like okay we're going here (laughs) that's actually that you're the kind of friend that people would probably love because I feel like having a friend who is the proactive like initiator like making the res is so hard to find like no one wants to be that person yeah I like and I think it's more of like an anxiety thing because I like want to make sure that we know like where we're going what time like we like have it all (laughs) set yeah. So like literally for spring break, which is in March for Stop. me, I've already booked the car in like another city and I was like, I, we haven't even booked a flight. We haven't booked oh a my hotel. God. Like I just know the car rental is going to be like so expensive. And so I was like, I'm just going to book it because it, like they don't charge you anything. You just put your email down. Oh, I didn't know that. So I was like, this literally is so easy. No I'm risk. Just gonna book yeah. it. Or like Mardi Gras, I booked a hotel before I even told my friends and I paid for it too. And like, they're going to pay me back, whatever. But like, I knew there was a cancellation before, like the Monday before. So I was like, regardless, like I can get my money back if I need to, but right. I know the prices are going to go up a ton. So instead of like stressing out about it later, I know I can just do this now. So like the little things, like my friends like joke about it. Like I literally just make the res 
before they yeah. even know. And then it, you make it, their lives easier. Out. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's just very, I think it's an anxiety thing for me that I just try to like mm. solve by doing this. Honestly, I need a version of you in my life here because I feel like I used to be that person too who was very much like make the reservation. Now I'm just kind of like, oh, the weekend rolls around. I'm like, oh shit, I, I, I don't have a reservation. <laughs> like, gotta do it. So I don't know. Maybe I need to do that. Or like, I need to like, set aside time and be like, okay, you know what it is? I think it's because I used to do that. And then when the weekend would come, people were like, I can't come. And I'm like, well, nice made that for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do you think that people like change plans pretty quickly or your friends too? I think my friends, we all just have such busy lives. Like I think especially with COVID, like, oh, I was exposed. I'm quarantining. Yeah. Um, Oh, something came up with this. And it's like, I know just having the reservation, it's so nice. And like when I make it, everyone's down. But then Mm -hmm. when it comes down to like the day of, they're like, can't. I'm like sad. Oh, I know. But Christine's very reliable. Like if you tell her to be April 31st, um, I'm coming to New Jersey <laughs> at this f- where random restaurant. Like she'll be there. I, I feel like you're very pretty much like very. I'm very. Your word is very. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. I think that was like me, like because of ROTC freshman year. Like I was very like <laughs> 15 minutes early to everything. <laughs> yeah. No, so. that's good. It's a I good quality. So. Yeah. All right, we're going to wrap up with the quote of the week, and it is reset, realign, restart, reclaim, and reignite. I, I mean, very self-explanatory. I think this episode is just a reminder to figure out, honestly, figure out what works for you. Figure out what yep. those things are that stress you out during the week and exactly. figure out how you can get it done now. And I think totally. that it doesn't have to be a Sunday like we mentioned before. It can be a Friday. It can be a Wednesday. It doesn't matter. Figure out what works for you and let it help you reset totally so make sure to follow us on instagram at sunday glow pod check out our favorites and stay up to date with all things sunday glow on sundayglowpod.com we'll see you guys next sunday bye bye